right. <clears throat> We're going, by the way. Okay, uh, yeah, similar to like a black noise machine, uh, uh, there's a sketch uh, from Chappelle's show uh, where it's a it's a riff on how like uh, like white people like there's like a there's like a I don't know if it's like a an urban legend because I don't know if anyone actually does this but like do you do this do you drink or do, when you were raised were you drinking like a glass of warm milk before bed oh yeah, yeah. really uh, no I I don't I know of it I don't think I ever do you know anyone who it. did that uh, not no I just know that's like an old wives tale kind of thing oh. Cause that it seems like a really bad idea in my opinion. Yeah. Like you'd you'd go to sleep and have sharp stomach pains in the evening. <laughs> you know what I need is heavy dairy <laughs> before I go to sleep. Yeah, that's um, probably brought to you by the same people who made the food pyramid. Hundred <laughs> percent. Gonna start the day off with a healthy dose of white flour. <laughs> she makes sure there's some sugar in there. That should definitely be on the pyramid. Like, has what? the uh, has the payment for um, the the dairy lobby come through yet? Yeah, I cleared. <laughs> Okay, cool. You're also going to want some dairy. Hey, Mr. Coca-Cola, the camera's still running. Do you want me to... Uh, <laughs> uh, the Chappelle thing is... Is uh, uh, ribs, ribs right? for black people. That's like, that's a sleep aid. <laughs> the funniest part ribs. of that to me... It's just ribs. Is that it's a gigantic container. <laughs> like a pill bottle. And there's a cotton, like a giant <laughs> cotton thing at the top of the pill And it has barbecue bottle. sauce on it. <laughs> Ribs, as if it's something you keep in a cabinet somewhere. <laughs> Ribs. <laughs> that is very oh, funny. Man. The itis. Uh, symptoms include. <laughs> they're like the itis, the bubble guts. It's <laughs> great, great stuff on Chappelle Show. If you haven't watched it before, go watch it. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And my name is Brandon. Uh, how are you, Brandon? I am good now. Great. Um, the, I'm past the sickness. Uh, so you're, you're no longer down with the sickness as, uh, <laughs> who was that? Disturbed? What's that? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it is disturbed. Uh, you have that queued up? <laughs> disturbed. I uh, do. I do have the phone connected today. Disturbed. Let's find out. Down with the sickness. You've never down heard this song. Down with the sickness. Yeah. No. I think I have. You know. You. You would know. Down with the sickness. Disturbed. Here we go. It's like they're. It's not a tone. Again, well, Ryan Shaw on drums. <laughs> Being played live for us. Is this one like it's gonna start whispering and then he's gonna yell in the chorus? No, he's gonna yell straight away. <laughs> oh, shit. This was like the early 2000s. This was like the era of like the show Fast Lane on Fox. No, turn it back up, man. What are you doing? <laughs> we, I thought we were gonna no, talk. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one. <laughs> Hell yeah. This was in every movie trailer for a solid year and a half. Yeah, it feels like I'm watching The Matrix right now. <laughs> no, this is after The Matrix. This was like, yeah, this would have been a, like on a commercial for the Series 2 finale of the TV show Fastlane. What was Fastlane? Fastlane was a buddy cop movie. Uh, it was basically... Um, it buddy was cop a movie or show? Show, sorry. It was a ripoff of Fast and Furious because Fast and Furious was like the hugest movie in the country at the time. And so Fox developed a TV show loosely based on Fast and the Furious. Uh, it was... Um, uh, Bill Bellamy and some white guy with long hair. Sweet. And uh, I forget his name. And they were cops who were sent, who like were recruited to be cops because like they were really good at driving. And they were sent to like take out like street racing gangs and stuff across LA and stuff. 
but by going undercover and yeah. being street racers themselves. Mm-hmm. It was called Fast Lane. Fast Lane. They just drove a lot of fancy American muscle cars and. Yeah, I can see the trailer with that music. I can see the trailer. Mm-hmm. And yep. I know what the whole show is. Yep. And it was the beginning of like eight, <coughs> like extremely high definition cameras on TV. So like everything was shiny and slick and oh yeah, a lot of. A lot of patent leather. And your, it was one of the few shows that was properly formatted for your new HDTV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For your rear projected HDTV. <laughs> um, when HDTVs became a thing, this was funny because all growing up we had one TV. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I mean, we had one TV in the house. Mm-hmm. We only ever had two TVs growing up. And then when I was in high school, it was when HDTVs became like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And my dad did all this research because he was like, I've never like bought a good TV before. I'm going to uh, get a really expensive, really nice TV. He's like, and I got to watch Fastlane. <laughs> <laughs> so far, Fastlane is the only show that's properly formatted for it, but I can't wait. Yep. Uh, and so he did all this research, and he got like a DLP mm-hmm. TV. I don't even know what they are now. I think they're still around. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the, the standard is now. What do you mean? For like plasma or... The new one is like, it's LED. It's LED. Okay. Yeah, TVs are LED now. Um, but it was DLP, and he did right, all this it was like, research. I think that was like digital laser pro- projection or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And so he did all this research, spent all this money, um, got it, set it up, put it above. We had like a fireplace mantle. Mm-hmm. Put it above. Like we get it. You were rich. <laughs> it was basically the fireplace from. Um, we had a hearth in the salon room. <laughs> like what? It, yeah, you know your salon. It's just off of, it's just off of the, uh, off of the study. Don't you have a study in your house? It's in the west wing of the house. Uh, just pretty, past pretty the servants' quarters, <laughs> near the second kitchen. Yeah, there's the stables to the west. There's the cricket field to the east. You you know these things. To the west. Um, you had his Downton Abbey style existence. You're like, yeah, and every night before I went to bed, I put the giant <laughs> cast iron skillet looking thing in the sheets to warm them up so I wouldn't catch so I wouldn't catch cold. What? Oh. We had to murder my sister because she was a witch. What? You're like, this was in like the early 90s though, right? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, I know. Society's come a long way since 1991. I know. What? Where are you living? <laughs> Um, so he did all this work, set up this TV, got this really expensive DLP TV, mm-hmm. put it above the mantle, and then we no had DLC like on a video game, the uh, downloadable no, content. TLC, <laughs> the um, that's what you're thinking of the the nineties singing group. Yes. No TLC, the Learning Channel is what you're thinking of on TV. <laughs> uh, no TV Land is what you're thinking. <laughs> no Disneyland is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus is what it's called. No, Apple TV Plus is what you're thinking of. Um, uh, relating back to, to TV, let me just finish the story, and then we'll keep, we'll keep riffing. Uh, he set it up. He's standing. He's like, awesome. This looks great. The, the TV's mounted like four feet uh, above mm-hmm. the thing, right? Uh, and he's like, great. Puts on presumably Fastlane. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> the only show worth watching at the time. And then sits down... And the angle from sitting down, you like can't see the screen doesn't work at all. <laughs> the glare, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like what? It was all dim. And it was terrible. Oh, he, had, he had to okay, return gotcha. it because it was a projection TV. Yeah. You had to be looking at it straight <laughs> on. That was the downside. Yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, that's um, Fastlane and HGTVs. Nice. Um, no, HGTV is the channel you're thinking of. No, YG, the rappers are you thinking of. <laughs> no, Wiley Coyote is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Wyatt Earp is his name. No, Wyatt Russell, the son of Kurt Russell, who's now an actor. No, Russell Simmons is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Diggy Simmons, his son, is who you're thinking of. No, Ziggy Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley's son is who no, you're thinking of. No, DJ Ziggy Zeke. Uh, Zeke Nicholson on Instagram is who you're thinking of. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Zeke Nicholson. He's a uh, friend of mine, a uh, UCB performer and um, uh, an actor. He, his Instagram handle is DJ Z- Ziggy Zeke. Uh, no, you're thinking of Xenon, girl of the 21st century. <laughs> no, you're thinking of 20th century films, not 20th century Fox. <laughs> what are you thinking of? Uh, Guy Fox is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Guy Fox? Who? Oh, the <laughs> yeah. Guy Fox? No, V4 Vendetta is what you're thinking of. That's a spelling joke right there. <laughs> v4 Vendetta? Uh-huh. Um, well, I was going to go like A for Apple, B for Ball, but that's just kind of yeah, like that's low-hanging fruit, generic um, kids' letters. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Anyway, Ed, Ed, I would Edward right there. Okay. We can Edward. Um, let's Edward Norton right there. Oh, let's... No, Horton, here's a huge... Oh, who is what you're thinking of? Uh, okay, let's continue. Uh, speaking of uh, Edward, um, and Edward uh, is his character name for... Now I'm blanking on the actor's name. The guy who's playing Batman. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Edward Cullen. Scissor hands. Oh. <laughs> In the Twilight movies. Mm. Uh, right after we finished last week's podcast, they showed a... Like exclusive screen test. Or oh whatever. yeah, of the new suit looks good. Yeah, what do you think? I think it's great. What do you think? I mean, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, he looks good as Batman. He's the the chin for it. He does have a a, a very pronounced chin. Uh, so which is really all, all you need is a good chin <laughs> in order to make a true. good Batman. That's true. Uh, have you have you seen any him? Have you seen him in anything besides uh, Twilight? Is he in? By the way, yes, Twilight is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, but have you seen him in anything besides that? Um, I don't think so. So he's he's real bad in those, though. <laughs> well, like, everyone is real bad in those. Yes. He's probably the least bad in those, though. Mm, the, the whole thing. I think it's Kristen Stewart is probably the best. <clears throat> Actually, Dakota Fanning's little sister is the best in those movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then maybe it's, it's uh, uh, what's her name? I just said her name. Uh, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Uh, and then it's and then it's him, and then I think at, way down at the bottom, below the extras, is uh, Taylor Lautner. Oh, he's the the werewolf. werewolf guy. Sam? No, his name's not Sam. Taylor. Sam? No, the werewolf? not Taylor. Taylor the werewolf? What's his name? That's his real name, Taylor. Uh, what? Uh, Jacob. Jacob. Oh, right. Yeah. Edward. The thirteen-year-old girls listening to this podcast were screaming at their phones right now. Which, by the way, we have a lot of. <laughs> yeah, thirteen-year-old listeners. Uh, yeah, no. Um. He he's done a couple like A twenty four movies, you know A twenty four the studio. I uh, know twenty four the TV show on Fox. Uh, twenty four carat magic is what you're thinking of. Um, <clears throat> but the the movie studio A twenty four does a lot of like the low budget like kind of art house movies. Twenty seven dresses, but continue. Twenty two Jump Street is what you're thinking of. Twenty eight days later, sorry. Keep going. Um, twenty eight. You said twenty eight weeks later. Twenty eight days. Twenty eight weeks later. later is what you're thinking of. <laughs> um, they do a lot of those art house movies and stuff like that. He's been in two of them. He was in so the guys, the Safdie brothers, who just did uh, Uncut Gems. Mm. Their first kind of big release was a movie <clears throat> called Good Time, and it was starring uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Sorry, 
What was your point? <laughs> no, Fast Lane, the TV show. Uh, yeah, their first movie was called Good Time, and it was about uh, a brother whose older brother, I think, was like a criminal, and like they commit crime. They go on like kind of a crime spree together, and they're kind of like their, their struggling relationship and stuff. And it takes place in like L.A. at night and stuff. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, uh, and it stars Thank Robert Pattinson. And he's really good in it. Mm. And then he's in another one called uh, High Life. I think it's what it's called. A Miller. Yeah, the champagne of beers. That's what oh, it's called. Oh wow, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's he's so he's kind of ha- in a career renaissance right now. Uh, Why did you say renaissance? Because that's how British people say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that Renee Zellweger's I, full name? Yeah, renaissance, renaissance Zellweger. Zellweger. <laughs> yeah, I say renaissance. I say aluminium. <laughs> I say debris. Um, shallots. I don't Sh- shallots. I don't say shallots. I say shallots. You you deal with a lot of shallots in your yeah, everyday life. I, I, mean, I do a lot of cooking over here at the uh, the do household. You use, do you use shallots? Uh, Sorry, shallots. <laughs> no, Jean Shallot is who you're thinking of. Who's the, that? the movie reviewer. I don't from know. like the '90s and '80s. Uh, no, Ebert and Roper is who you're thinking of. Or sorry, from the '90s, Siskel and, and Ebert. Ebert. There you go. Put some of. respect on Siskel. Gene Siskel's name. Um, Siskel. No, uh, Cisco, the dragon. <laughs> no, let's go. Is what you're thinking <laughs> no, of. The Hollis Cole is what you're thinking of. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, where was I? Um, Robert Pattinson. Anyway, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Oh, he's in Tenet, too, the uh, Christopher Nolan movie. Yes. Which, if Christopher Nolan likes him, that makes me go, okay. Yeah, no, he's a good actor. He's done, and he was in a movie called, I think it was called Metropolitan or Metropolis or... Hang on, I'm looking at his I think it's Metropolis is what it's called. Maps to the Stars? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) He was in that one. Uh, Cosmopolis. Cosmopolis, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's a much more serious actor than... The Twilight movies would let on. He just did those because he was pretty. That's funny because he did Cosmopolis and then the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to think about it. Like, he did those movies because they were like, hey, we'll give you $20 million. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And now he can, do whatever, now he can do whatever he wants. That's you true. Know? Now that he's a household name. Yeah. He just has mean, to overcome those movies. <laughs> yeah, I think he has too. Because, he, I mean, he's an adult now. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see him play Batman. I trust him. I trust the director. So we'll see. Yep. What, what else you got? Um, what else do I got? Uh, oh, this is a crazy headline that is so specific to me. Uh huh. Um, and I'm stoked about every aspect of this headline. Okay. The Jim Henson Company. Okay. Uh, makers of the Muppets. Yep. Is making an Office meets Harry Potter fantasy comedy. With Christoph Waltz. Uh, Christoph Waltz, I'm the least excited is about. Is it? Is it? I like Christoph Waltz. I don't I mean, I don't know anything. I just don't know him. Yeah, you do. He did Alita Battle Angel. Christoph Waltz is like the, he's the guy in Django Unchained. He's the dentist, like the white guy, the co-star. Okay. He's also, oh, he's like the the main Nazi guy in um, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he's that guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's gotcha. great. No, oh, he's really good. Gotcha. He's Quentin Tarantino's new guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, um, besides uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Christoph Waltz is great. Uh, I don't, is it going to be fully puppet or is it going to be both? Probably both. Okay. If he's in it, maybe yeah. he's, well, I mean, he could be voicing a puppet. No, cause the, they're, I think they're pretty strict. They have their puppeteers. 
They don't like have celebrity. No, voices. I don't mean like <laughs> maybe he's doing. I don't mean like he's going to be manning a puppet like right. <laughs> with his hand in a puppet. No, but they don't do that. They like whoever the they could. No, but Jim Henson is not going to is that. also not alive. Well, okay, the Jim Henson <laughs> Company is not going to do that. I don't know. Apple's taking a turn they, for the worse. They have their. <laughs> There's a lot of things I thought Apple would never do <laughs> until the founder died. <laughs> yeah, until their Steve Jobs died. They're like, yes, <clears throat> finally, all right. Um, no, I don't know. He'll probably be playing himself, like not himself, but like a real person. Probably him and all Muppets. Mm-hmm. There was a thing on Twitter. It's an office meets Harry Potter, so it's like it's like a wizarding academy, like a workplace comedy, oh, like a wizard school. I have a uh, summary. Oh, you, you have a synopsis. Read it. A rudderless young man begins to suspect something's a little off about the London firm where he's just landed an entry-level gig. Mm. And he's not wrong. For instance, one of the middle managers is secretly a shape-shifting goblin. That's the setup for The Portable Door, a book series set to become a movie with some very cool talent behind it. The Portable Door, based on Tom Holt's series of satirical fantasy novels that begin with the title book, uh, is getting the big screen treatment. Um, Jim Henson Company, they did the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I didn't watch that, but apparently it was very good. No, Transformers Age of Extinction is what you're thinking of. (laughs) Transformers Age of Extinction. Extinction. Uh Um, Do you remember when, before Netflix was what it is now? Flickster? And (laughs) when it was basically that. Uh And they didn't have that many movies, and Uh they just had like... B-level movies? Yeah, they had all those asylum movies. Yes. Like Transmorphers. <laughs> yes. So that's what you're thinking of, is Transmorphers. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Long explanation, but... Yeah. Um, they had, like, a like a Poseidon Adventure movie called, like, The Trident Adventure, and it was just... Like, <laughs> like I don't know how they got away with those I movies. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but anyway, um, but do you know the philosophy behind that studio? Which one? Uh, asylum? Oh, that's the name of the studio? Yeah. Okay. No. So I used to listen to a podcast where one of the directors had directed a movie for Asylum. They're a movie studio that assists, essentially exists with an inherent level of irony to them. So they make uh, okay. purposely bad movies. Well, not bad movies. Well, yes, bad movies. They make purposely like direct ripoffs of other movies that like for American audience are just like terrible movies and we'd never watch. But for streaming <clears throat> services and for like foreign markets, they do way better than they do here Mm. and the i think the philosophy behind the studio is like look we're a bunch of filmmakers who like to make movies and like to do what we do uh like let's give people work by making these trash movies that we'll have fun making and we'll make some money overseas with you know yeah it's like hey we all like make movies let's just let's just get together and do it it's very much that kind of like it's like filmmakers and like when i say filmmakers not just directors but i mean like all the crew and stuff like that. People yeah. who just love to make movies. Let's just get together and make movies. You know, the format for what we're going to do is already there. Let's just just do it and see what Knock how much money out. we make in India, you know? Right. <laughs> Which, um, you know, hey. Are you familiar with the movie studio or the, the production company, Mar Vista Entertainment? No. What is that? Man. Okay, so you know how, like, it's a thing of, like, Hallmark movies or Netflix has done a couple of these, like The Christmas Prince... Um, I don't know if you if you keep up on on this corner of, of the movie uh, industry, um, but there's like a I, an ironic love that people have for like Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. yeah, because they're bad and formulaic and very low budget. Mar Vista is a company that makes all that kind of stuff, um, but they are 
way worse than anything you'd see on the Hallmark Channel in every aspect. The lighting is terrible. The direction is terrible. The writing is horrible. The foley is awful. The actors are not good. And then I like to try and figure out, like, what was the budget they were working with on this? Because usually the sets, too, it's very often pretty obviously uh, a brand new house that they, like, are renting or something. And no no one's moved in yet. It's like a model yeah. home. Yes. And they're, like, repurposing the, this corner to be a coffee shop. But it's all, you can tell, like, this is all the same place. Um, anyway, oh, they're wonderful. Uh and uh, my wife and I love watching those movies Mar specifically Vista. to make fun of them. So I eat, seek out a, a classic Mar Vista, like coffee I, I shops on I'd, Netflix. I don't know if I'd be able to devote like a whole two hours to watching it, though. Like I'd maybe watch it <laughs> oh, for no, 10 no, no, minutes, no, no. laugh at it. No, no, no. Here's the beauty of Mar Vista movies. The longest maximum runtime is 90 minutes <laughs> because it's ex you know what the movie is as soon as it starts. Gotcha. It's like a cityscape, right? It's Every single time, it's someone from the big city who then has to go to a small, their small hometown. Where it's way cheaper to shoot. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then they learn that, oh, these uh, these town folk aren't uh, that bad after all. And they learn what's really important. They sound life. like Disney television up. movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right on. I'm anyway, that. uh, that's Mar Vista. Right on. All right. Mar Vista. Um, what else you got? What else I got? I don't have a ton of stuff. Uh, oh, we forgot to... What did you do this week? Did we talk about that? Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Well, I don't have crazy stories, but I was sick. That was not fun. Okay. <clears throat> what kind of sickness? You were down with the sickness. I was down with the sickness. Uh -huh. I was up with the sickness at the point. At that point. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just a, a bad cold. And my whole family's been sick, mm. so it's been rough. Um, and I played... Valentine's Day gig. Oh, nice. Where was that? Uh, at Vitello's. Uh, where is that? Uh, it's in uh, it's in LA. It's like you're just a, playing jazz. Yeah. Cool. Ju well, I, well, uh, uh, kind of. It's with this guy. Excuse, excuse me. You were playing upright bass. Well, I was I was half upright and half electric. Okay. Uh, but the show was called From Gershwin to Gaga, and it's uh, all no, the music. Gina Gershon. <laughs> Um, Clayton Kershaw is who you're thinking of. No, Clayton Bigsby is who you're thinking of. Who's Clayton Bigsby? The uh, white, black, the black, oh, white supremacist from, from, from Chicago. <laughs> um, uh, no, John Clayton, who's an upright jazz bass player, is who you're thinking no, of. No, Michael Clayton. The, uh, uh, it's a, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, George Clooney? George Clooney movie, yeah. Is who you're thinking of. <laughs> that is who I'm thinking of. No, Looney Tunes is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Looney Tunes, uh, no Shooby Doo, which is uh, jazz cat. I'm no, trying to Scooby Doo <laughs> is who you're thinking of. <laughs> you trying to get back to your story? I'm trying to get back to my story. <laughs> Sorry, go back. Edit that. Um, and so it was all like the music of Tony Bennett, and then people that he's worked with. Oh, okay. Um, and it was it was. Did you play shallow? It was fine. <laughs> uh, we did do a Gaga medley uh -huh. at the end of what. Uh, the edge of like glory. her ballads. Oh, like no. up tempo songs. Yeah. Oh wow. And just dance, but like kind of jazzy versions of it. Oh, it was interesting. Gotcha. And uh, so, so you did. It was basically as if the Rise Conference was in Monterey. <laughs> 
Yes, 100%. Oh, that's a funny I'm joke. On the that's, man, there's only a few people that are gonna get that that are gonna get all the elements of that joke. But I thanks, want you to know, thanks, I, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm a very funny guy. I've got the class receipts <laughs> to prove it. Um, I played with that guy, and I did a couple weddings uh, as well. Nice, nice. And uh, then I passed out, and uh, down with the sickness. Uh, down with the sickness. Um, Ooh, ah, ah, ah. And yeah. And then that's it. And then just doing the, the regular week stuff. What'd you do? Uh, I, you mean the weekly regular stuff? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I did a couple things. I, uh, D, I also DJed a wedding this past mm-hmm. week. Uh, it was at the, uh, but it was super easy. Then uh, it was a lot easier than the normal weddings I DJ because I was DJing as part of a wedding band, which is something I typically oh, don't do. Right. But so I you're just that. doing the breaks. Yeah. Well, not even that. So the way it all worked out was um, because the the group, bride and groom felt like it would be awkward for the band to take breaks, which kind of is. Um, so the way they did it was the band just played for an hour and a half, and then I DJed for like a half hour to close the night out. Oh. So I only DJed for 30 minutes. I had to be there oh. for like five hours, but I, de- I only DJed <laughs> for about 30 minutes at the end. So, you know, all, all into, uh, like all, you know. All things considered, it was not the worst gig in the world. What did you start with? If you have a one 30-minute set, what song did you start with? It depends on the crowd. but And I could kind of gauge the level of the crowd by how they were responding responding to the band. So if if a, if a crowd is really responding to a wedding band, uh, you know whatever you'll play, they'll be into it because they're mm-hmm. just there to have a party. Right. Because sometimes a wedding band, if they're not insanely good, is really hard to get into. So if they're into it, you can play whatever. They they were kind of moderately into the band. The band was good. They weren't the highest energy band, mm-hmm. um, but they were good. They didn't do like they don't have like choreography and the stuff that your guys' band does. Yeah. Um. Uh. They sound really tight though, like in terms of like the arrangements and stuff. They sound like the record a lot. Uh, using minimal track stuff. Uh, the keyboard player is really really uh competent at uh programming and matching sounds and you know like the that. keyboard player person i don't know no, oh. <laughs> no. he's an extremely I, I great guy <laughs> it was me no uh no i i met him that night uh i i didn't know anybody on that gig mm. uh, i was it was kind of a cold call kind of gig um but yeah no they were really good at it um and so uh they but they, the crowd was moderately into it uh and so when i started i think i played like uh I wanted to like strongly play something that like the band couldn't have played to like strongly define where my set was starting and theirs was ending. So I think I played Usher Yeah first because that's like yeah. a it's so electronic that like I was like it's going to be the complete opposite of what they're doing. And yeah, the crowd responded well. And only DJing for 30 minutes is very tight. <laughs> and yeah, it was cool. It was a nice. Uh, it was nice because I could quickly go between songs. It's only at 30 minutes. And it was great. And the wedding was at the Millennium Biltmore Hotel. You ever been there? The, the Millennium Falcon is what you're thinking of. But. So, have you ever been to the Millennium Biltmore uh, Hotel? Um, I don't know. I've been a lot of places, and I don't remember any of them. Where is it? It's downtown. It's on like um, Millennium Biltmore. It's uh, it's on. I think it's on Sixth Street. Okay. It's near the police station downtown. It's like in the downtown area, uh, like like almost to Chinatown kind of thing. Um, it's, it's a gigantic hotel that's been there since like the early 1900s. Um, they used to have the Academy Awards there back in like the twenties. 
And so oh. like there's like they have this whole section of the hotel where it's like a it's weird. It's like the the hallway to the bathroom, <laughs> but like in the lobby there's like a hallway that goes to the bathroom, and that's like their hall of like memories and memorabilia. So they have like a bunch of pictures from events that have been there, like the Emmys, like basically every big award show has been there at least once, like in the early 1900s. There was like a chair where like someone famous sat. That's there. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool historical hotel. That if they did the Academy Awards there, wouldn't most of the chairs be somewhere that someone famous? Oh had? yes, but it was like a specific chair. I didn't read too far into it. But um, <laughs> you were like, I get it. It's a chair. Yeah. And Moving there, on. There was a lot going on at the hotel like that night of the wedding. Like there was a wedding going on in one of the ballrooms. There's several ballrooms. So there's like a wedding going on in one of the ballrooms and there was like a big like kind of I think it was like a podcast festival or so, not festival but like a podcast like convention was wow, TFTI podcast. Yeah, I know, right? Uh I, don't, I think it was an amateur podcast convention oh, so we weren't invited. A, yeah. Uh it's a professionals not allowed type thing. Uh no, there's some kind of weird podcast convention going on there. It was just it was just a really busy night. Um yeah, but it was a cool wedding. It was super easy. I then I went to uh, uh, yesterday. I was in San Diego. I had to oh, go down to San right. Diego for a, for an event. I was playing for a, this event for the Global Leadership Summit. Mm. You ever heard of that? The GLS? Mm-hmm. No, G fourteen classified. Oh, the BK Lounge. That's <laughs> what you're thinking of. Uh, no, the DK G- Country. Donkey Kong Country. Is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, DKNY. The clothing brand is what you're thinking of. Um, so no, uh, uh, the Global Leadership Summit is like a, a a yearly gathering of like people, influential people in in the biggest industries around, for the common goal of like. It's kind of pseudo religious, but there's people in like pseudo Christian, uh-huh. but it's people invited from all faith backgrounds. Uh, but it's like this, is it's like a gathering of leaders that have that want to like promote like altruism in the. The, the height of industry so like uh heads of disney have spoken at this oh uh it's like a big deal it, but the reason it's kind of pseudo-christian is because the 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 head of the organization is the pastor of uh or like i don't know if he i don't think he's a pastor anymore but like it's somehow in the leadership of the event is tied into willow creek church in oh, I chicago hope it's not the pastor right it's definitely not that guy it's somebody though uh it's somebody though. Uh, the leadership has been tied to that church for a long time. Gotcha. Um, and so they had their gathering of like all the potential places that'll be because the Global Leadership Summit it happens in Chicago, but is like simulcast around the world through like uh, host sites that are specifically you have to register with the Leadership Summit and and, and so pay it's an to, expensive YouTube stream <laughs> right it's definitely it's not a youtube stream they definitely send you equipment to make sure it, the simulcast is up to par and all that kind of stuff oh. so you have to have some you have to send someone to get trained to run it and all that kind of stuff oh wow so this was a gathering of all those people who are going to host host sites so a lot of pastors yeah, so you played for a youtube video live stream premiere basically got it, got it. <laughs> uh so yeah it was cool so i went and played for that uh it was in san diego on coronado island which i've never Ooh. been to it was really ritzy and nice the hotel was like really fancy so right you're like just living in fancy hotels yes. yeah it was really fancy uh unfortunately i didn't get to stay in the biltmore hotel i just played there and went home <laughs> yeah. but uh, i would have loved to stay there um but yeah it was good it was um a lot of fun san diego's cool i drove back yesterday and now i'm here doing the podcast the pod Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. What else you got? Um, it's uh, just a bunch of like news, like random bits of news. Okay, let's do it. 
Um, okay, so nearly 66,000 marijuana convictions will be dismissed in L.A. County. Nice. Um, Why not all of them? <laughs> I think that's almost all of them. Is it? Okay, great. Um, in, in L.A. County? Yes. Great. Dating back to 1961. Wow, that's great. Uh, so there's going to be people who have life sentences that are going to be released, I'm yes, assuming. That's I, great. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like a, a a good step to do after legalizing the, mm-hmm. the, the yeah, thing. Yeah, the thing people are in prison for. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say so. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's specifically in L.A. County, but 66,000 specifically in L.A. County going back to the 1960s. Nice. Um, I thought that was crazy. Um, did you hear about Jeff Bezos's Bezos's? Bezos with an apostrophe. Bezos. Uh, if he, there's multiple like, like G- B- people with the Bezos last name in a room, would you say like Bezos but spelled B E S O E S? Like, like pesos, like potatoes. But <laughs> oh, 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 yes, <laughs> like Bezos. Uh, I think you would have to, yeah. Bezos. More like Jeff Bozo, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did read the headline, but why don't you inform the listeners? Um, he just made one of the largest charitable gifts ever, mm-hmm. um, which is he is committed to giving $10 billion to combat climate change. Um, what I thought was funny is what, what people are like ripping him for with it. It's like the second largest um, donation in recent history. Um Next to uh, Warren Buffett, which was forty-three billion, um, so quite a gap there. But um, <laughs> the people... and that was t- never mind. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> never mind. And that and that was in favor of fracking. So <laughs> <laughs> so we we got some catching up to do. So. Um, his ten billion dollar gift is seven point five percent of his current net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are like, mm, "That's like me giving um, five hundred dollars." Also, he could have just paid taxes. <laughs> <laughs> he could have, and we probably would have gotten mm. more money than that. But it's all right. Oh, actually, speaking of a very similar number, um, the IRS is suing Facebook uh, for back taxes. Um, because they say they have offshored their profits and uh, they're suing them for $9 billion. So actually, you're probably right with um, Bezos and his <laughs> paying his taxes. <clears throat> yep. Um, but uh, he's setting up a, a charitable fund called the Bezos Earth Fund, which I think is funny that you, like you're giving to charity. By starting your own charity that's named after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lame. But that's how it goes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you got anything? Um, I don't have much this week. Uh, I saw a movie on Valentine's Day. Oh, did you see the movie Valentine's Day? <laughs> no. I uh, Every restaurant that uh, I wanted to go to uh, was uh, booked all the way up. Um, so me and my girlfriend decided to go see a movie. Uh, and instead of dinner, because we go to movie theater that ha- serves food in it. So, oh yeah, like nachos. <laughs> no, yeah, we had nachos and hot dogs on <laughs> a personal pan pizza. Uh-huh. No, and it was actually a uh, so 
let me I'm gonna make this not an ad or or a uh or libel, but uh because I've had positive and negative experiences now at this this movie theater chain. Uh maybe I won't name the chain. There's uh there's a chain of movie theaters okay. that Regal. There's AMC. a chain there's a chain of movie theaters Arclight. that it's Arclight. That sir no, because Arclight doesn't serve food. Uh there's a chain of movie theaters that serves food. Uh, Regency that has food service that brings. <laughs> I don't think Regency does either. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a chain of movie theaters where they have food service that delivers to your chair during the movie. Uh-huh. And ev- I've always gone to one specific location, and they it's always great. My experience with them it was like life changing. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm gonna come three was it every time. Act three. Yeah, act I don't three know what thing. that is. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, this is amazing. It was a car mic. I don't know what that is. Um. So, but for Valentine's Day, we're like, oh, there's a there's a location that's actually closer to us, and we've already been looking for a mm-hmm. restaurant, so let's just go to the location that's closer to us, right? Yeah. We went to that one. First and foremost, uh, it was packed, which is not their fault, but yeah. uh, it was packed. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Um, the, the first negative thing that happened was in the parking lot. Uh, we're, there's like a structure across the street, and so we're driving on the structure, and we're coming up on like the, maybe the fifth level, and there's still no spaces, right? And so we see a lady coming out of the elevator like she's going to her car because uh, we're, we're driving up the, the, the structure looking for places to park. And we see the lady coming out of the elevator. And as she's coming out of the elevator, we're like approaching where the elevator is in our car. And we make eye contact with her. And I'm like, I do like the hand motion. Like, hey, are you leaving? Like, I kind of non-verbally ask her if she's leaving. She's like, yeah. And she kind of waves back. Uh, and so I'm like, great. We're about to, you know. So she walks a few feet to the left, uh, about maybe four or five cars ahead of us. And I see that there's a car like kind of parked. like Like he was coming back down the structure, but just decided to park like... Uh, for momentarily like uh, not in a space but like in the lane coming back down because there were no spaces any further up uh-huh. and then he sees the lady coming and then she gets in her car the lady gets in her car the lady I've made eye contact with and have made the okay. nonverbal contract to take her to swap spaces essentially uh, he's like oh good but he's already so I want to lay this out visually where she's parked where her car is parked is maybe like three or four cars up the structure like 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 if you're driving up so is she it's, on your right or your left she's on my left okay so he's coming down the structure so he's on my left as well but has passed her car by like three or four cars so he gets the idea oh, oh. she's leaving i'm gonna reverse uh. and go take her spot right reverse reverse right and i'm like and i'm like so I pull up kind of next to him, kind of, because he now we're like looking at each other because he's coming down the road, I'm going up the road, and I I roll down my window, I'm like, hey, like, can you move? Like, I'm I need to park. He's like, no, we've been here. I was waiting, and I'm like, you've been waiting in general for a space, but not for this space that I've made the agreement for. Like, I have a legally binding hand motion agreement. <laughs> I, I was just like, who does this guy think he is? I don't care how long you've been in this parking structure. Was, it, was this guy white? Huh? Was this guy white? No, he was. It doesn't matter what his race was. Okay. No, it does. Oh, great. Well, I'm <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> no, you don't speak for all white people. Only when I need you to for comedic effect <laughs> do you speak for all white people. Uh, it doesn't matter what his ethnicity was. Because to be honest, I don't know what his ethnicity was. Uh, and that doesn't matter. But you know that he wasn't white. <laughs> oh, no. What I do know is he wasn't black. <laughs> <laughs> would have been a very different interaction. Yeah, it would. He, there would have been a mutual understanding. <laughs> um, we probably would all hung out together. I would. We would have dapped each other up. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you would have done the handshake through the, through the window. <laughs> um, 
So he's like, so I was like, I, we were already kind of like, it, we were up against the clock and I didn't want to be late to the movie. I was just like, whatever. Like, I doubt this guy is going to get that space because there's people behind me too. So I'm like, there's there, whatever. So we just continued to go up to, and then we got to the roof and there was a parking space and we just got, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> so we get in the elevator, we come down, we, we were in the lobby of the parking structure, we're like the, the bottom level. And like uh, my girlfriend nudges me. She's like, that's that guy. <laughs> And he was like walking. I was like, man, I hope he says something so I can punch him in his face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, we walked into the movie theater. And then um, so that was already I'm kind of like, all right, I'm not with anyone's BS tonight. Right. So we go into the movie theater. It's a madhouse. There's like hundreds and hundreds of people there. We go sit down at our chair. And the way it works is you push the red button when you're ready for service. And someone comes down. They're like, hey, how can I help you? Welcome to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we do that. It takes them a little while to come to us, but we're like, whatever, there's a lot of people in here. Uh, they come to us, they take our order. We don't get our food until the third act of the movie. So there's maybe 20, 30 minutes left in the movie, and they're like, here, here's your food. And I'm like, cool. You know, like, <laughs> uh, luckily we had ordered popcorn, so they brought us popcorn in the beginning of the movie, but like, we didn't get our actual entree, and this is like an 8 o'clock, I think it was an 8 o'clock or 8.30 showing, so like, by the time the third act, <sighs> it's, it's like 9, 930. 9.30, <laughs> we're starving. I'm like, hey man, you know, I'm like, so we get our move. it's so fun, I felt so bad for the couple next to us, because the couple next to us ordered before we did, and mm. got their food after us, and they brought them a pizza, and she was like, uh, this is cold. I felt oh, so bad. Man. Like, I'm like, man, good. Th- I was like, good thing we didn't order pizza. <laughs> Something that they could just leave out on the counter. Right. Um, and it was just, it was just, it was a nightmare. Like never again on Valentine's Day. Right. will we go to that location. Like, cause it was, it was packed. Like it was just, it was too, they're like, sorry, we're understaffed. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's not our fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's Valentine's Day. You should have prepared for this. But anyway, so it was, it was not the best experience, <laughs> but the movie we saw was fantasy Island. What is that? Uh, so Fantasy Island was a TV show. Uh, it was on when like Love Boat was on. I was just gonna say, no, you're thinking of Love Boat. <laughs> yeah. So Fantasy Island was a show where like uh, the main guy, oh, uh, oh, what is his name? Like O'Hare or something? No, Rourke. Rourke is his name. And this and his assistant, uh, his his uh, racially problematic assistant uh, tattoo. They uh, operate this island where your all your fantasies can come true, right? Uh-huh. Um, but it's like a you know it's like a love boat style TV show like it's whatever it's a fun romp right? Is this a new movie or were they showing it for Valentine's? It's a new movie. Okay. So uh, it's a new movie that's based on the TV show, but it's like a horror remake of it. Oh. So people go to this island and you your fantasy comes true, but it doesn't play out the way that you want it to. Like it it like so there's it always some kind of like really come true. right there's it does come true, but then there's like some like be careful what you wish for type stuff attached to it. Gotcha. And some of those thing elements were kind of a stretch, but um, but what you realize is like they're all there. I, do you mind if I spoil it to you? Yeah. Well, so far it sounds like Firefest. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, better <laughs> is food, Ja Rule in this movie? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, but it turns out they're all there. Uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers for Fantasy Island, skip ahead maybe five minutes. But who is listening to this podcast? Going, no, 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 no. Hey, you want to see Fantasy Island tonight? Yeah, but let me listen to Weekly Regular first. Uh, <laughs> Basically, Should be fine. Basically, you find out that they're all there as part of someone else's fantasy, and it was it's their fantasy to get revenge on the people who are responsible for the death of their boyfriend. And Mike, that's Mike, really yeah, complicated. It's weird and contrived and, and complicated. And is this song in the movie? It should have been. 
No, but that song's like the in, opening, you would think. No, but that song's in Rush Hour, and that's exactly what that just made me think of. <laughs> when Sue Young is singing that to her kidnappers. <laughs> is there an officer is there a, is there an officer problem? Is there a problem, officer? No problem. Just Rush Hour. And he shoots him. Remember that? Oh yeah. That was in the trailer. Yeah. Uh but anyway. Fancy Island was not a good movie. Uh, don't go see it. <laughs> it was not good. It was really, really bad. Uh, yeah, so that's what I did this week. Uh, sweet. Um, you got you any know, other news items? You know what I did for Valentine's Day? What'd you do? Nothing yet. <laughs> Damn. You're horrible. Uh, I, yeah, because I was gigging. You guys went on a friggin' walk last <laughs> night. You could have done something last night. Uh, well, no, I, uh, Thursday, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was gigging. Mm. And then Valentine's Day was Friday. Uh, so I wasn't home much, and then we have That's all been weird. sick. That's weird. I called off my gig on Friday so that I could do something. Did you really? I did. Oh, I DJ at uh, Barney's every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I well, called off. I can't afford to do that. So <laughs> uh, I guess we just know what matters more to you, money or your uh, relationship. Uh, I guess uh, I'm going to go with uh, the $75 that I made. <laughs> I'm kidding. It wasn't it was more than that. Um, <laughs> Daddy needs his coffee. He needs his coffee. Um, no, we're going out this weekend, though. Nice. Um, yeah. So we get the, the babysitter set. Who's babysitting? Uh, my mom. Oh, yeah. When and, are you guys, uh, are you guys ever going to use like a, like a, like a real babysitter? Not that you have we're to. We're trying to. Wondering. Yeah. We're trying. Um, we, we have, uh, my parents and, you use someone from your church community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, I don't know, uh, <laughs> what you're referring to. Um, um, no, but we've done my parents or my mom or her mom. I'll babysit. Um, that's not gonna happen. Why? <laughs> I'm a very responsible adult. You don't think? You don't think? You don't? You wouldn't? You you wouldn't trust me to watch your kid for four I hours? I don't want. If I say no, when I say no, <laughs> I don't want you to take that personally. There's there's most people I wouldn't. Why? Because it's, it's what do you think whole, I would do? No, it's just a whole thing, and like you got to change his diaper. He's not po- he's not fully potty trained. I know how to change a diaper. I, you know I have a younger diaper? brother who's seven years younger than me. Yeah, but when's the last time you changed a diaper? Um, I've changed. I changed one of Marquez's kids' diapers not too long ago. Which was when? Probably a year or two ago. Year or two. Eh. Yeah, changing diapers not hard. I know. You lift the sack. You. <laughs> You you wipe from back to front. Yep, uh, yep. You you hold his legs up, his little leggies. <laughs> you put a little powder on there. If yeah, you I will do say, the I will say you you uh, you are cute with kids. Yeah, man. And you do kids well. You do me. well with Owen. What do you think? I'm just going to turn into some monster no, when you're not around? No, no, you're going to turn into a monster. It's just here, like, kid. Change my oil. Okay. Then- no. Here's the thing: is uh, and we've talked about this, and I I hope he's not currently listening. Uh, your your son Owen? N- no. Uh, <laughs> No, I hope he's not currently listening. Uh, you go home, he's like, hey, dad, how's the podcast? He's like, what? <laughs> like, he's heard it already somehow? No, my dad. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't uh, let my dad uh, babysit. Why? Because uh, there's been times we've been over at their house. Actually, there's <laughs> one incident in particular. We were over their house. It was me, Owen, and my dad. And my dad was in the kitchen cooking, and I was in the living room. So there were two and a half men? <laughs> there were two guys, a girl, and a pizza place is what you're thinking of. Um, no, three men and a baby is what you're thinking of. 
Uh, no, the four horsemen of no, the apocalypse. No, two weddings and a funeral is what you're thinking of. <laughs> That's what you should have said. <laughs> you know, two guys, a girl in a pizza place starred Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. That's like where he started. Well, I think Van Wilder was first, yeah. and then he did that show. That's like, funny. that's crazy. He was on a TV show. <laughs> like a CBS sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see that my brother was on a CBS sitcom? Uh, no. The clip. Was he playing the drums? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't really count. <laughs> He's in a lot of it, though. What show? He doesn't have any lines. Um, na- Neighbors... That's not called Neighbors. The movie with Zac Efron. The Neighborhood. And, uh, right. I think it's called The Neighborhood. The Neighborhood. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Anyway, yeah, there's a scene where there's a band. Oh, cool. He's in it. Ryan Shaw. Um, you'll, I'll have to show it to you. It's it's crazy. It's like a two-minute clip that he's in. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, we were at my parents' house, mm-hmm. and my dad's cooking in the other room, in the kitchen, uh, and uh, my son wanders in there, and uh, I'm like, oh, he's... He's fine. I'm sure my dad's watching him. It's, it's totally fine. Uh, I go in there to like get water or something. Um, and behind my dad, uh, my son has opened the <laughs> knife drawer and is holding a gigantic knife. And he goes, want to play with this? And right when I walked in and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. So I put the stuff away. I take him to the other room. And my dad kind of turned around like, oh. Huh? Oh, whoa. Oh, what's happening? First of all, I'm not a 60-year-old man. <laughs> Second of all, uh, if... Uh, I mean, I would watch him here at my place, but if I watch him at your place, like, I'm not going to be in your kitchen cooking all distracted <laughs> like it's my house. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm there to watch the kid. I'm not just hanging out with you and your son, you know? Right. Dude, I would do a good job. I'm personally offended that I would let you watch my kids in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, well, that, that's different because I have a kid, and I so I, I I've had a, I've had a younger brother. I've had pets. I know I've had a younger brother too, who's a, also a small seven child years is not me. unlike a small dog. Um, there except it's more work to to change a diaper than it is for a, a dog to just shit on the floor. Actually, I think kids should just be allowed to shit on the floor because <laughs> it's probably much easier well, than changing a diaper. Let me tell you, we're in the middle of potty training right now, so uh, I don't think that they should be allowed to do that. <laughs> speaking from experience, oh man, but no, I, I would do a good job with your kid. He's not he's not high maintenance. <coughs> you just gotta entertain him, and he's you not. Do have, you do have to entertain him, but you know, he's not like a. He's not like a troublemaker. Like he's not no, like he's a. Not. There, I mean, there are those kids who are just like wild and out of control. But <laughs> um, one time I was at Subway, and uh, the <laughs> I was at Subway, and there's like these like three kids, right? Mm-hmm. The oldest, who's probably six or seven, mm-hmm. and then like a couple younger kids. Um, and there's two moms there, and they're standing in line and they're ordering their sandwiches. Like like two like lesbian moms. No, separate, separate moms. Oh. These kids are collectively theirs. Oh, uh, like gotcha. they're meeting up. They're with their respective <clears throat> mothers. Yes, gotcha. And um, uh, as the mom, she says, she's like, "I'm just so proud of." She's talking to the other mom, not looking at the kid. She's like, "I'm just so proud of Declan. He's a natural born Declan. leader, <laughs> and he's in the thing, punching the chips." <laughs> Was his last name Booker? So Declan Booker instead of Brooklyn Decker? Oh, oh. I thought it was a Cory Booker joke somehow. No, but speaking of Cory Booker, did you know he's dating Rosario Dawson? Oh, yeah. That's Isn't crazy. that the weirdest combination of people you've ever heard? Yeah. 
That's crazy. It's so weird. Like, I just think of her in Sin City, and then I think of her, like... Sim City. Then I think of her playing Scrabble with Cory Booker in an apartment in Virginia. <laughs> like, it sounds so terrible. Playing Scrabble, making some, uh, like, oh, it's uh, enchilada night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's wearing a suit, like, at home. <laughs> just the most boring guy. <coughs> He's probably got a 13-inch penis. <coughs> He's probably swanging and we're just jealous. <laughs> what does she find interesting about oh, Cory Booker? He's like that guy from Parks and Rec, that, that robot guy. <laughs> Stay cool out there. It's, it's going to be, be a, a hot one. It's going to be a hot one. He just goes in his office and stares off. And they're like, hey, what's, uh, what's that guy's deal? He just kind of turns off and just stares off into space. Yeah, it's great, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He turns it on when we need him, and uh, other than that, he's uh, he just kind of turns it off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I got another headline for you. All right. Um, and I actually have to. Uh, we have to cut a little short this okay. week. Okay. Uh, because I have uh, I have to be at a photo shoot at noon. Ooh. So okay. Um. Oh yeah. So th- we'll do this then. Mm-hmm. Um. Nissan. Um. I didn't realize that there are so many companies that do this. Nissan uh, just launched a car subscription service. Like like financing a car? <laughs> no. So you basically are renting a car? Uh-huh, le- like a lease? Yes. But you can swap the car at out any time? at any time. Hmm. Um, so there's the select plan and the premium plan. The select plan is an ultimate rogue Pathfinder and Frontier. Uh, so at any time you could like take it in and then swap out for a, a pathfinder or mm-hmm. a frontier or whatever how much does it cost uh 6.99 a month mm-hmm. but it includes um what does it include uh delivery cleaning insurance roadside assistance regular maintenance and you could get as as often as a new vehicle every day wow um that's smart i think that's the future there are mercedes-benz bmw porsche audi volvo cadillac jaguar um, all do this already, mm-hmm. and now Nissan. And I'm sure Nissan is the cheapest one. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure BMW is like twelve hundred dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, it's um, interesting because it's it like includes insurance and maintenance and right and roadside assistance and right everything. Which, yeah, which is about you know, it's still expensive, but it's about what you're paying anyway with all things included with insurance and roadside assistance and all that. Because I'm yeah. If you're the type of person who leases a car, which I am not, right, then this is probably this is like a super lease because you can every single day have a new right. car. Or if you're the type of person who uh, who doesn't drive a ton or travels a lot, mm. I could see that being so. Like you could, you know, if you know, say you're uh, a person who travels for work and you're gone for two or three weeks at a time yeah and you don't want to just have a car sitting in your driveway like it's it's perfect for you and i know i know i actually know more people who live that kind of lifestyle than you would think um there's a lot of people who live bi-coastally who like you know i I know someone who lives in new york for like six months out of the year and then lives in Mm. la for the rest of the year yeah um so for someone like that it's perfect um or if like or if you travel a lot just for work anyway like i wonder if like Instead, like, so say, you know, you're traveling for work and you say you go out of the country or out of the state, like twice a month, right? Instead of like, so, you know, you take your car in, you know, I got to be in New York on Monday, so I'll go turn my car in and then, and then get a car in New York and not have to pay like a rental fee or anything. You just go get a car. I wonder if it works that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I would hope so. Yeah. And then you can decide however long you want to keep the car. And you can keep the car as long as you need to in New York without having to pay some like daily fee or anything or right. weird up charges or anything. And you're just like, I have access to a car. Right. As long as there's like a, a Nissan dealership yeah. or whatever company. Yeah, it's like the Netflix of cars, except you can just do it wherever. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that, that I feel like that's like halfway to the, where uh, Elon Musk wants cars to go. Like he wants no one to own a car and wants right. everyone to like monthly subscribe to an i mean uber. ideally tesla uh, right. <laughs> but like a an self-driving uber, like a yeah self-driving fleet. like kind of uber system which is i think I'm, that's the future I'm all for that yeah i think that's the future actually i'm all for that in principle until i have to transport gear <laughs> and then i'm like ah, that'd be kind of a hassle well eventually yeah yeah that's true yeah so people i think well for like so, a small percentage of the population will always need to own a vehicle yeah. But I don't think it'll it'll be as large a, a number as we think. Yeah, it's yeah, because because you got to imagine in a in a future maybe thirty forty years from now where ev- like most of the cars on the road are automatic and there's like this fleet of automated Ubers and Lyfts and stuff like that, there will be. Oop, dil, uh, oop. <laughs> there will be like <laughs> I was halfway between Uber and Lyft. <laughs> Ooped. Ooped. <laughs> uh, you know, there will be an Uber delivery service where like if you do have a gig, you can go on your app and say, like, you know, an hour before your gig, be like, Hey, I need I need a car, this I need a car to transfer my gig or transfer my stuff, and it'll be like a you know, a fifty like a you know, like a sprinter or something with no driver or no back seats will pull up and you put your gear in there and you can either ride in the passenger seat or you can send it ahead of time, you know? That'd be that'd be awesome. There will be that kind of, for, there will for sure be that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? There almost has to be. Um I'm sure there's something like that now with car services where you can order like like a like a cargo car. You know what I mean? Like not like oh, a separate yeah. car, but like pick me up and then I need the back seats for cargo to, Uber. Yeah, Uber cargo. I'm Uber sure cargo. something like that will exist soon. There's got to be, yeah. There's got to be something like that. But, Uber cargo. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think that's the future, man. I, I don't need to own a car. I wish I didn't have to own a car. <laughs> I know. Like, I wish I, yeah. I wish I could pay monthly and just walk outside and there's a car ready to take me somewhere. That's the dream. Although, I mean, your new car is pretty sick. It is a pretty sick car. But, yeah. You're paying less than six ninety nine a month for it, I bet, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I have terrible credit. <laughs> Yeah, six ninety nine a month for one hundred and forty four months. It's actually a very reasonable deal. One hundred and forty four months, <laughs> twelve year, twelve year contract uh, with fifty percent APR. It's like what? But you watch the commercial, and you're like, wow, that's like fifty percent off. Oh wow, that's great. With zero percent do it signing. No, that's bad. You should put money down. <laughs> the numbers are opposite. No, no, no. That's funny. Well, I should probably right, go. go. Yep. Yeah. Uh where we're, we, you know what? We're just shy of an hour. We're at fifty-eight ish minutes. Yeah, we're good. So we're fine. No uh, apology necessary. All right. Where can people find you on the internet? At B Shop, B Shop, B Shop. And if you want to find me on the internet, in on the internet, you can find me at Asan the DJ at A H S O H in the DJ and at Asan.com. 
We will. Oh, shout like out to you... Brad, my uh, tattoo oh, artist. My God. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> I almost uh, forgot. Shout out to Brad, my friend and tattoo artist. Shout out to his girlfriend, Alex. Shout out to his uh, brother, Trey, uh, and Trey's wife, Christy, and their two sons, Hart and Knox. Shout out to Caitlin, her best friend. And shout out to Steven and his wife and everybody else at the Foothill Tattoo start family. Making a reminder on my phone <laughs> for when we podcast. Like. Oh, hang on. Before we start, ding, 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 ding. Because this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you, they, he's just not your friend. Uh, he's not your true friend the way that I am his true friend. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. Like, I've met him once. Once and, upon a time is what you're thinking. <laughs> once upon a time in Hollywood is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, Bollywood is what you're thinking of. Um, Bali? No, the nation of Bali. B-A-L-I is what you're thinking No, Yukon Denali is what you're thinking of. Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Potatoes are what you're thinking of. Yukon Potatoes? Yeah, golden Yukon Potatoes. Um, No, a potato chip is what you're thinking of. Potato chip. Um... No, not potatoes. Bezos is the plural of Bezos. <laughs> I like that. I like that we have a thing now of like we're forcing doing, it. We're doing no. We're doing a closing, uh, like summary of the episode yeah. in tip of the tongue. That's what you gotta um, do, man. Bezos uh, with an e. Oh yes, <laughs> Bezos. Bezos. Uh, no, the Maze Runner is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the Maze Runner. Um, you know what we have to get back to, right? What? Okay, well, keep going, keep going. Uh, what do we have I'll to get, get back, back to? I'll, I'll get us back to. The Maze Runner? Um, oh, <laughs> You know what we have to get back to. Um, maze Runner? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, maze Runner. Uh, maze Runner. No, uh, Blade Runner is what you're thinking of. Uh, no, just the movie Blade is what you're thinking of. <laughs> movie Blade? Um... Quick, 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 quick. No, uh, eighth, the movie uh, Seventh Grade is what you're thinking of. Um, or is it Eighth Grade? No, it's Eighth Grade is <laughs> oh, okay. what you're thinking of. Um, but... Where are you trying to get back to? Uh, fast Lane. Oh, Eighth Grade. <laughs> you could just do sounds like. You could go Eighth Grade, no Fast Lane. That's that's a stretch. <laughs> is it? That's a huge stretch. Oh, eighth, okay. Well, then Eighth, eighth gr- Grade. Eighth Grade. Um, eighth Grade. Um... Um. <laughs> no, a downgrade is what you're thinking of. Uh, downgrade? Uh-huh. No, fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why does that work? It doesn't. No, you, what you could have done is downgrade. Then no, downshift. Downshift. And then fast, fast lane. lane. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking my language, Bill Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, and Bill, on that note, Bill Belichick. Are you thinking of? But <laughs> Bill Belichick. You should be very impressed that I know who that is. Yeah, I'm surprised. All right, we will see you next week. See you next week, Edward. <laughs>